Hey folks, welcome to road clip number 17. <laughs> this is Anthony. This is Stephanie. And the reason I'm laughing is usually I tell Steph, go ahead, and she's just pointing at me and I'm trying to drive. So I'm not exactly looking at her while she's telling me, go ahead, you can start talking. You can see me though. I'm not paying attention. So, you know, trying to go around this tanker. Anyway, yeah. oh yeah, we were just talking about off camera about if I could just do like a real life uh, B-roll clip? Yeah, yeah, an actual like little clip of something. I'd do the, the Barbosa eye roll from all the Pirates of the Caribbean. Because <laughs> I think he, his is probably, his tops it out of all of them. Yeah, he's, he, he, that actor is awesome, so. <laughs> so right now we're actually driving. Oh. Um, as we mentioned in our last one, we are headed up to New York. And we just entered PA. Yep. There you go. There's Google for you. Welcome to Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so we're basically, we're not going to be doing a, a normal clip this week or next week because we'll be driving again. So, and we won't be home for the whole, all the way till we'll get home Monday. Sometime Monday. Right. So we'll do, we'll be doing this road clip and then probably another one on the way back. And then I don't know if we're going to be doing one when we're driving up to the upstate New York. Well, we'll see. We'll see how everything goes. So, basically, uh, I guess this past week, Matthews, Matthews did their release. Well, Botech did their release of a couple of woes when we did our last recording, and then Matthews did a, their release. Right. And, um... We mentioned, I mean, we don't really follow Botech that at much. At all. I don't know much about them at all. Well, between them and Prime's releases, you know, I, I find Prime interesting just because of the, the cams that they use, that dual cam or whatever, or whatever the, the term is that they use. But, you know, that, that system looks very, very interesting. Botech, I just got to look more into. I really don't know jack shit about Botech at all. Yeah, it looks like they well they they built on their Realm series that they have. Yeah, like there's like this SS and SR or RS new versions of the Realm. Uh, I guess one is supposed to be more like speed wise, and one is supposed to be built more towards comfort. So. Yeah, I guess it's the the Botech Realm SS. Right. And the Realm SR six. Okay. So, and they don't, on their releases, how a lot of, of companies were actually doing a, a description of the stats and everything on their right. um, actual photo release. So you didn't have to go through all, all the way to their website and look. They don't have that. Um, and I honestly, I'm not going to start digging in while we're in the car to try and look at that. It's fine. So we can get into it on another episode. Yeah, that's fine. We, I mean, but we still got to, I know Lancaster Archery did a couple of videos about yep. all the new releases for all the companies, and I know Botech was in there. That they oh, did. yeah, Botech was one of them. Yeah, yeah. so we yep. still have to watch that video that they did for, or at yeah, least the, I know the, I do. Yeah. I've watched the other ones. Yeah, they, they, the, the video they did on the Matthews stuff was really cool. Um, Matthews is doing a lot more innovative stuff, a, a, a lot more innovative engineering, I guess is a better way to say it. Uh, well, a lot of companies are starting to step up with, with things as, like, technology well, progresses as, as right. how to do things. Right. And, you know, I have to point out, because we were reading some of the comments before we started recording, uh, when they did their release, how people make the comments, either uh, yay or nay. And, you know, I have to say, some people are, are complete jerks. When it comes to some of these releases. You should just use the phrase you called them before. We have kids in the car. That's true. <laughs> and, you know, it, these companies are, are designing bows and they're coming out with bows. And just because they don't come out with a certain system that the other company produced at the same exact time, you know, it, people are getting... Yeah, but people are also making claims that, oh, this company's been doing that for years. No, they haven't. So, wait, let me see if I can actually find it. The, uh, the comment that they... Oh, wait, no, I'm looking under ours. It was actually under Matthew's. But, but people are, are... I don't know. You know, I think they... People are getting a little bit too spoiled with some of these things. That they they expect every company to be... Uh, 
I can't find the comments again. But he was basically saying, oh, okay, so Bear, okay, it's about the, so Matthews, they are introducing their switch weight technology. It's basically, instead of messing with your limbs, you could actually adjust your peak weight of your bow with a and change of mod. And at the same time. Yeah. So that's there. It goes from 60 to 65 to 70 to 75. Those are all their the available peak weights that they offer for this. Right. And it's their technology for tw uh, 2019 that they're they're starting to come out with. And someone like someone wanted to make a comment saying, "So Matthews has figured out what Bear has been doing for several years now." And they responded, our mods have controlled draw length for several years, but modules have never been able to control both draw length and draw weight until now. But just the comment that people are making about, well, this company's been doing this this many years, and so you're just, you know, piggybacking what this one is doing, and you're oh, just yeah. copying with it. It's a little crap, is what it is. People need to get off their high horse and realize that, you know, it's not always that easy to to start expanding on your bows and your series and you're not going to see what someone else is doing and say, oh, I'm going to just copy that. You're just going to try to make it yours, not just direct copy someone else. Right. You know? I, I don't remember any... Shoot, I've, been, I've shot every type of bow pretty much. And I don't remember Bear ever being having that same type of setup. Or it's people, always, you know, Bear's got letter A through J or whatever for 30 different draw lengths, and it's still right. going to be 60 to 70 pounds. You want to make that bow a 50 to a 60 pound, you got to swap the limbs out. Now with this new Matthew stuff, you don't have to swap the limbs. It's all controlled by the module now. Or people are just not realizing what it actually is and what it's eliminating versus what others have done and what you have to and what you don't have to do. Right. And they're not really understanding the difference between the two. Whereas you're talking to a company who directly deals with that, who knows what's being eliminated and what's newer versus what other companies have been doing. Right. And, you know, it, people are just, um, they're naive, they're stupid, they're... Well, that's also the whole fanboy mentality about a lot of this stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I bet you anything this, that so guy... It's better. I bet you anything that guy shoots a bear. Oh, duh. I would imagine so. <laughs> Our daughter's snoring in the background. So. Over two kids watching TV in the back of the car. One snoring. <laughs> yep. And the other one's gonna. Nope, he's not gonna be going to bed. Or sleep, not bed. But, yeah, so I don't know. I try to to, to not read through all the comments and some of these things because it, it honestly does just piss me off. Oh, yeah. To tell you the Absolutely. truth. I don't know why it pisses me off, but it just. It gets me so agitated how people are. It really does. Like. I can't, you know, even when, because we were using the, the, the Let Go app to get rid of some of the stuff that was still good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we didn't want to just toss that was still good to use. And, uh, you know, it, like some of these people are just... Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to say it, they were assholes. And I don't understand what's wrong with people. I mean, I guess something bad goes wrong with them somewhere else in their life. And they completely take it out on everyone else. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to have a bad day and to just be well, in I mean, crap mood. But, man, some of these people take it to the next level. So, you know, like for a best example, like we were selling our Samsung S, no, G2 watches. Yeah, the G2. I think they're called G2s. The smart watches. The smart watches, yeah. That we but haven't we, used in like a year and a half. Or right, we haven't they're... used them. We, wore them. we both wore them for like two months. Bands are good. No cracks in the lenses. Everything's fine on them. They were equipped with the built-in cell phone with the speaker, and you could Bluetooth it to your regular cell phone, all this other shit. You know, 100 features on it. And we didn't list them for a lot. It's not like we listed them for $100, $200. We paid originally 300 Well, we got them on a promo, but originally they retailed for 350 apiece. And we, we posted them for what? 45 or $50? 40 bucks. You know, and, you know, we got... We pretty much on both watches got what we asked for, but one person texted you about it. Yeah. And you replied, you know, I think he offered you something stupid, like $30. He wanted, and you're like, had, no. well, no, someone had wanted it. And we were already setting a, like, okay, we'll meet up 
whatever day. Yeah, the sale was already arranged. And probably like an hour later, someone else offered me like half of what they, what we were putting up. Right. And, you know, I said, you know, I'm sorry, but I actually have someone else that already Bought it wants for to the asking it. price, right. And uh, they they came back with, you, don't you know, be you didn't have asshole. to be such an asshole. And, I mean, they, they wrote like this lengthy little paragraph. I'm like, okay. I didn't know I was being mean by starting off with my sentence as, I am sorry. But yeah, exactly. I don't know how they took it or, but pe man, like people are either so too sensitive or they read too much into things or, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird, weird era we're going into. We're, we're bidding. A into. weird era? Era. Era? Era. Uh, what? Oh, my God. Era. Everybody's sensitive. It's all, I don't know. It, I think I believe, uh, I agree with a lot of the shit that, Guys like Ranella say that it's the internet's fault. Social media has made the country a bunch of bitches. It has. Well, not like that. Not everything. If it doesn't match my opinion, it's wrong. Fuck your opinion. Well, the, the thing is, is that, you know, once the internet came around and then it started getting popularity and then it started going. Because I remember when we first got in the house and it was like that dial up, that AOL. We yeah. saw the three boxes of the guy running, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was always a long-distance phone call. That horrible screeching fucking sound. Yeah, and the beginning was just like chat rooms. Right. And I don't even remember the platform that you'd go on or or websites. or, But it was just mainly like these simple, like one or two things you could do. You got email, you know, right. chat rooms. and So it went from that to, I mean fairly quickly right into what it is now overall right and it's given all these people that just sit at home and don't have to leave the house a a bigger voice than they probably should have oh yeah and the thing is now is that all these people are now being able to to say all these horrible things to others but never actually have to face them. If they actually had to say some of these things face to face with someone, they never would. No. They never would no. comment the way they do. They would never come across the way they do. And half the things would probably never have progressed into what they are now, if you think about it. So the internet has kind of went down that path of a lot of people coming out that probably should have stayed in their basement where they oh, belong. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> is the problem. Because now they're like, oh, there's more people like me. And they're all forming these little groups, and they're coming out when they should have just stayed at home. Yep. So, you know, in that way, maybe it caused the problem. But in another way, I think it's it's progressed so many things that are, are good. So it's a good with the bad. You have pros and cons to everything. I you think the only thing that's really come out thing. good is that you can get connections all over the world with people. Well, think of think of it this way, is that without this, we would never be doing this podcast. We would oh, have never yeah. met, you know, well, that's what a I lot mean. of I the mean, people. there's so many ways you could take the connections in, in general. Yeah, and, you know, there's so many, other, it, so many other information out there that you're able to look at now because of it. Yeah, but half the shit now you don't know if it's true or not. No, I'm not Just like that fucking moron who made the, the, the comment about the bear. Oh, Bear's been doing this for years. No, they haven't, you I'm fucking not, dumb shit. I'm not talking about news. I'm just talking no, no, about I'm not saying facts the, in and general. Facts in general. Most of them right now are really not right. You know, people are like, oh, well, Wikipedia says this. I could go in there and edit that shit myself. Oh, no. Wikipedia I'm... is a public resource. You can go in there and just be like, this guy was a dumb fuck, and it'll take the answer. Well, I'm not talking, but the thing is, I'm not just talking about um, facts of, like, people or right. companies i'm talking about like for example we're looking at um other ways to build a house right this is giving us other outreach like areas that we can actually look into easier versus if we didn't have that reach at all oh yeah yeah we're Absolutely. finding out yeah you know, there's, a, there's a ton of really good resources that's that's kind of the direction that i'm moving to right right not not so much individuals or certain companies is right. what people say about them. So, but, I don't know. But get let's get back to Matthews. It's, right. Um, so, their actual releases, besides the that switch weight technology that we just brought up, they released, let's see, it looks like they had released three different bows. So, you have 
Um, let's just go, we'll start with the Traverse. So it's a 33 inch axle to axle, it has a six and five eighths brace height, and their FPS is 338. And I guess it, they're saying that it's powered by their award-winning cross-centric cam technology. The same cam from the, the Halon. Okay, thank you. <laughs> when I start reading into like all of the in-depth yeah. descriptions, it's like, it's, hey. it's there. To, it's what they call their cam design. That's what they use on the Halon. That's what they use on the uh, Triax. Anthony, calm down, buddy. So, but that's what that cam. That's that cam that they designed. It is called. And I guess they're they're coming out with a different grip for their bows. Yes, they're finally. It, they're calling it the Engage Grip. Right. Which you're saying is to reduce the torque and provide consistent hand placement. Well, it, it's uh, that's a nice way of PR saying it, I guess. Everyone's biggest complaint, my biggest complaint about any of the Matthews I've ever shot, the Halon. I thought it was a great bow. Hand fucking grip sucked. Because you my got opinion. them lunchbox hands. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm not going to say I don't, I do. But my most hated part of that bow was the grip. I thought the grip was so uncomfortable. But the grip was straight up, like your wrist had to be tweaked, you know, in my opinion, you know. But now they came out with a new grip, and to be honest, the grip really looks like something that Ultraview has been making. Like, if, uh, if you don't know who, who Ultraview is, they, they, they make, you know, tournament-style uh, target sites or target apertures, I should say which are really, really nice, super, super bright, but they also make grips, mm -hmm. and they make, um, uh, the, like, the barrels that you would use on your trigger release. They make different shape ones, whatever. But they also make these grips that go on Matthew's bows, and I think uh, I think it was Jesse Broadwater, one of the, the famous archer guys for Matthew's, he helped design it, where it changed the Matthew's grip from being completely vertical. It gave you options of different angles, and it was two-piece, so you could pick a different top and a different bottom and put them together the way you want it to make it as comfortable for you as possible. Well, it's about time. As everything's progressing, they need to start looking at some of the simpler items on it. Right. But that now this new grip that Matthews makes almost looks just like the grip that Ultraview was making. Right. Well, I guess there's you know. only so many ways you can make a oh, grip. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> you kind of you get to a point where there's only so many options you could possibly put that makes sense right bless you thank you excuse me but so. that's good though because not everyone's hand is the same not everyone's hand is gonna be the same size sit the way the same on the same bow and right so it's uh, that is nice to have something different yeah i agree I say. well it's even like now with me i mean it did, with shooting the the stinger compared to my inertia that was another windshield, a rock off the windshield. Jesus Christ. No, that was the bottle. Oh, was it? Oh, yep. Okay. Um, I can feel a huge difference between just the grip that's on the inertia and the stinger. Yeah. The stinger is nowhere near as comfortable to me as the inertia, but I got fat-ass hands. Yep. So that fat grip fucking helps out. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, smaller hands. So yeah, you have much I, smaller hands. So. I don't really have that much of a problem with bow-to-bow -bow no. switching. The only, and there's really no bow out there that would probably be too big for me, like for as far as like hand grip. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't, they don't make them that thick. The, our bottle keeps cracking. <laughs> Sounds like stuff is being hit off our windshield. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. It's a rock off the windshield. Yeah, no. Okay, so the next one that they released is called the Vertex. Which I yeah, think that's, that's just vertex. basic. Yeah, Vertex. Yeah, I think that's just basically a 30-inch version of the the Triax. Basically, is what it is. Yeah, so they have their switch weight modules on the Vertex, which they they go in their five-pound increments from 60 to 75 for the peak weights. And let's see, it's got a 30-inch axle-axle, six-inch brace height, and it's a 343 FPS for it. And, oh, they, they did mention that the 343 IBO speed is calculated at a 70-pound draw weight, and 30-inch draw length. Okay, so that's a standard. That's, that is actually, I looked that up the other day. That is actually the standard. It's, it's IBO is supposed to be calculated at 70 pounds at 30 inches. 
not 29. Yeah, because I guess people were asking if the 343 was at a 75-pound max draw weight. No, no. The, the universal industry, the, the standard in the industry, from what I looked up the other day, because I kept, I kept messing it up, because I knew it was 70 pounds, but I didn't remember if it was 30 or 29 inches. Right. It is 30-inch draw length. Is 30-inch the average draw length for individuals that are in the... Fuck no. I feel like... Hell that's, no. That's longer. It is longer. I'm a 29 and a half. No, I I'm know. sorry. I'm a 29 and Doug's a, thir a 29 and a half. So now so my question is... Why maybe someone they... like Magic. Magic was a tall dude. I think Magic's draw length was like 30 and a half. Why you know? would they make the standard uh, not an average length for everyone to go off of uh, i don't know i don't know i mean i'm not okay i don't work for a bow company i don't make them i don't i haven't been doing this for years and years where i probably would would already know this answer but from my point of view as someone who who does it like you know as an average person you know we buy it we do it for recreational we're not professionals right and from my point of view i would think that a standard would be like an average. So if you take the 70 pound draw weight, but you look at the average draw length that people are shooting at from let's say A to Z and you put it dead in the center of right. what majority people are doing and do it to that. So then most people would be like, oh, okay, that's probably gonna be closer to what I'm pulling and not, okay, right. that's gonna be way over. So I have to kind of Look at their number and say, okay, well, I have to back that down, and that's probably what it's going to be for me. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I think they just do it just so everybody has a, an agreement on numbers. You then know, they it, should make it at, like, 28 and a half or 28 if they want a it, whole number. Well, if they went by the U.S.'s standard, most likely it would probably be around 28. But... You know, I don't think I think it's just easier for them to do 30 because I mean, if you go to countries like uh, who is it, Denmark? I think it is. Uh -huh. The average person, in De average male in Denmark is like six foot. The average, you know, their average is two inches taller than American men. So, do you think the 30 inches is actually? I think it's just a universal worldwide a standard, worldwide not average. just an American standard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I guess that would make sense if I knew that. See, I guess if I had all the numbers that they, they based it off of, it probably would make more sense. Right. But I'm talking about it as a, like, I know, an, like, probably 10% of the information. So. That's fine. Meaning I have probably no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, and then the third one that they actually released is called the TX-5. So the TX-5 is a 28-inch axle axle. It's got a 5-inch brace height and a 345 FPS at 29 and a half inches. Yeah, because it, it, it's a triax. That's all it is. It's a 5-inch fucking right. brace height triax. And this does have the new engage grip and yep. the the cross-centric cam technology. Yep. So, but I think that one only goes to 29 and a half. It doesn't go to 30 inches. I I, I don't know, to tell you the truth. I'd have to actually go on their website. Oh, but that's, um, I think that's why they had to actually mark it as 29 and a half inches. Because the bow doesn't go to 29 and a half. That's, you'll see that with a lot of like short draw cams, you know, like the, the bows I tell you, you you should try. Right. You'll see where their IBO will say 316 but it, that guy just turned down a fucking one way. Oh, that guy's going to get killed. Um, that guy's coming down onto the highway in the wrong direction. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it'll say uh, the IBO speed at like 27 and a half because a lot of the short draw cams stop at 27 and a half, 28 inches. Actually, yeah, it ranges. So the TX-5 actually ranges from 23 and a half to 29 and a half. Okay, so they, that's why they marked that one at 29 Wow, and a half. I'm like right dead center for that bow. Yes, it's also 28-inch axle-to-axle, so oh. it's a short bow. Wow. Okay. It's, it's the same size as a triax. Hmm. And the letter for it is 75 or 85. What? It says the let-off for it is 75 or 85. Yeah, module, yeah the, the, uh, the modules on the Matthews can give you either or. 
Yeah. But it was a 4.58 pound. Matthew's bow. bows are heavy. Ooh. But that's because their limbs now are super Ooh. wide. Ooh. So. And it's a heavier bow. Actually, it well, weighs, wait, my, ba my bow weighs. Your bow's like four, five, four, six. Is it four, six? I yeah. thought it was four, three. No, it's like four, six. The 31, I think, was four, three. How much does this thing weigh? 2.9? No. This thing is stupid light. Yeah, that is a that light bow. That thing drives me crazy. It's so light. That is a light bow. That is nice. Nice to hold. Let's say, as far as weight goes. Yeah, it weighs nothing. Yeah. Wow. Really, that light. I never really actually turned to, to like, think about it. Yep. Let's see. Since I'm on the, since I'm on the actual website, there... Oh, yeah, the Traverse is 4.7 pounds. Yeah. Woo! And let's see the uh, the other one. Uh, the Vertex, it weighs in at... I feel like we're doing, like, a Biggest Loser, like weigh-ins. The weigh-in is 4.67 pounds. All right, so it looks like the Traverse is the, the actual heaviest out of all. Yeah, but it's also the longest. Yes. It's a 33. Very true. Yeah, that would only be common sense. That it would be the longest one. Hey, look, a Mitsubishi in the bottom of a ditch. And, you know, the cars that you pass by in the ditches. You wonder how they got there in the first place. And I guess now they are, all, all their bows, their prints are available in Realtree Edge. Yeah, like, Matthews Re has, an, uh, has, I guess, renewed their relationship, is a good way to put it, with Realtree. I guess so now you get a lot more camos, which is awesome. The, um, the, the person who got into an argument with the other guy from the other company, someone doesn't work at one of the companies anymore. So now they all get along. <laughs> now everybody's back to getting along. <laughs> person A got in a fight with person B. They said, screw you, we're not doing business anymore. So then either person A or person B got fired. And they're like, okay, everything's good now. Hey. Everything's that would be funny way. if that's actually what happened, but who knows? Usually it probably is. Yeah, a lot because of times, yes. Because the one who makes the decisions for whatever doesn't like the way someone else is, is running things, and they say, then we're not going to do business with you anymore. And then one of those people is no longer there, so then opinions change, and choices change, yep. and routes change. And the company says, okay, we get along now, because we're on the same page again. Mm-hmm. And they go back to doing business. Yep. Which, if you think about it, is better for both sides because that just means that the bow company is going to have more options for their consumer. So it's, it gives a higher percentage of someone saying, okay, I'll get, go with them. Right. And because, I mean, if you're spending that much money in your bow and you have a better choice, sometimes, like, the more choices does make a difference for some people. And it's nice when you're spending all that money having those choices. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, if you're spending a couple, like, if you're spending a thousand. Our to son's start getting with, a little riled up with his Buzz Lightyear toy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're spending that much money on a bow, you know, to have it actually personalized is, is kind of nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be, you know, looking at it for how many hours of shooting total. Oh yeah. Well, at least until the next year when the new hotness comes out. Please. <laughs> Yeah, we can't. Uh, we're we not in that, that crowd. So. We're not. No. We're not a part of that. Unless we win the lotto. And then even, nah, even still, I don't think I'd, I'd be able to. Because throughout that year, you get kind of attached. I think you get attached to it. Oh yeah, you do. And then Absolutely. to part ways. Yep. At only a year. All right. So speaking of, since I mentioned him before, did you uh, see Magic got himself a new bow? Oh uh, yeah. He listens to us, right? I think so. I like that. I can't knock him. He got the bow to that one of the, the Hoyts that I like. Whatever. Do so, it to Hoyt. No, his, I got no problem with Hoyt. He's got a defiant 34. I got no problem. Yeah, he think. went to the, the older side. <laughs> he the older. went down. He went to the dark side, which made me laugh, and <laughs> which is great. But, you know, overall, it's not it's not like Hoyt is a bad company. It really no, isn't. No, it's not. And they're just they're very not. They're expensive. They're a great company. Yes. <laughs> they're just very expensive. You know, but you he, know. he was able to pick up a brand new, unused, you know, Pro Defiant 34. Well, because they're great coming price. out with their new line. So oh. now all the... The Pro Defiant hasn't been out for two plus years. No, no, no. But, but my point is, is that it's not part of their 2019 line. Right. 
So everything else, it's like car, it's a car lot. They're... 2018s are already going on a better sale than 2019. Yeah. Oh, I th the movie's over uh -oh. for him. He's, so. he's just yelling because he's got he's opening and closing the butt light the Buzz Lightyear's wings. But no, I know it, it's like I went on uh, eBay yesterday just to look around uh, before we left, and because I, I had made that comment about how the the price for the Pro Defined 34 is is still fantastic for a used bow. It's ridiculous. Right. Hey, and we can ever use brand Blu -ray? new unused what brand new unused it was still eight hundred dollars you know for three year old uh a three year old bow that is not really their relevant bow anymore right so I mean they really do hold their value and he's now spinning it on his finger that's why I gave it to him that's why I just gave our son a blu-ray see the cars video that we have has the DVD disc and the blu-ray disc and we don't really have much of blu-ray so that's why I said are we gonna use blu-ray because that will occupy him for a little while because oh, yeah. it's round and shiny on one side and on the other side it has Lightning McQueen yep so that uh, and our daughter is still sleeping which is wonderful it's a wonderful thing it's a wonderful thing so, you know, but the, it also goes down to the, the dealer. If you think about it, if the shop is, they paid X amount of dollars for it. Right. And they're trying to get in a new line and trying to put out the other ones. They probably get, you know, they'll, they'll probably be able to lower the price and still get money off of it instead of having it sit oh, there. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they can yeah. run their sales. They're just clearing their inventory. Yeah. And now that Black Friday's coming up. I wonder if any of the companies are going to be doing... No. <laughs> I could see, like, maybe Lancaster doing a Black Friday Actually, sale. Actually, yeah, if you think about you it, know. the dealers are the ones they sell it to, so... But you're, I, I don't know if you're going to see ones. a lot of bows right now on Black Friday sale, considering that Black Friday is in the middle of fucking hunting season. Probably not. That is true. <laughs> You only get your gear in the Black Friday. You know, you might sales. find some arrows on sale, maybe an arrow rest on sale. But I, I don't know too much if I've really never noticed really bows marked down. Unless no, it's, it's at like a big, gear. you know, a, a, a brick and mortar store, you know, a Cabela's or a Bass or whatever. Then you might see them. But other nah, than that, then, no. Yeah, it's more your gear. Right. Which we will we'll be traveling on Black Friday. We'll be driving. Yes. On Black Friday. Just open it. I'm trying to open it. I'm trying to open a can. Um, no, we are, yeah, we'll be driving on, on Black Friday. All right. We're doing 75 and getting past like we're parked. Right. You know, but we'll keep an eye out for sales. And uh, I guess by the time we record, it'll already be past sales. <laughs> It'll be too late. <laughs> yeah, to tell you the truth, I haven't really been because we don't plan on shopping just because we've been we were already knew we were going to be traveling, so there was no reason to look at any sales. Yes. So I don't even know if Cabela's is doing anything. We uh, won't be near one. We won't be near Cabela's. It will be two and a half hours from the nearest Bass. So. I think we'll be closer to a Gander Outdoors. Yeah, there. Then we'll be driving right by. Which I gotta say. You know, it's uh, it's kind of sad seeing we've been driving by some of the old Gander Mountain locations. And oh yeah, because there's a bunch still, of them on 81. They're still here. empty. These places are still empty. They never actually didn't like they didn't do anything with them. They no one else bought the location. It's just a, a building. building just sitting there, which is kind of sad. Yep. We did pass by a couple of the new Gander outdoors, but the Gander Mountains are closed. So it is a little interesting seeing the RVs sitting in the. Well, it, you know, camp, they got bought by Camping World, you know. Yeah, but it's weird because you see Gander outdoors, and you see like RV Center, and then oh, you yeah. see all of their their RVs sitting there. Yeah. I want to see if I can look real quickly at um, Cabela's Black Friday. Well, all these companies right now are running pre-Black Friday sales right now, so you can start your shopping early. I know, the hell we, that got, we got $43 sitting in our Cabela's members. It doesn't matter, rewards. we ain't going to be next near one. I know, go figure. <laughs> go figure about that. Not have to save that wheels. Cabela's money and go shopping after Christmas. Yeah. 
So I know that they're doing the exclusive club deals to the November 22nd. And that's uh, four times extra club points on hunting boots, three times the extra club points on federal ammo and Leopold products, and 10% extra club points on food processing products. So they're doing four, save up to 40% on hunting boots, save up to $100 on certain Leopold items. Say, like, yeah, they're doing nothing. Nothing big on some of the other things. I mean, some of your fryers and cookers are save up to $50, which means, you know, like, one thing might be $50 off, and then right. some of the other ones. And let's see. They have an ad for save up to 70% on Black Friday deals. So, let's see. You got... No, you know what? I'm looking at these some of these sales and not. I mean, nothing big to tell you the truth. You know, one of their pistols. Yeah, not not really, not really anything. Oh, one of their crossbows, but I think it's that's like an old crossbow. That's what I've seen on there. The other day when I looked, it was crossbows. There was nothing really archery besides two crossbows. A lot of uh, a lot of gun sights and, yeah. and gun ammo on sale, um, which is probably what you're going to be Even looking at. Even what's the other sporting goods store by us? Academy Sports? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Academy. They had everything for them was guns. There was almost nothing. There was two crossbows in the archery sales. That was it. Yeah, taking the, so. you know, it is in the middle of hunting season, and, to, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess following along with the Black Friday, when people are going to buy it at full price anyway. Yep. So, oh, your, your brother just texted me. Okay. I'll text him in a second. So, I guess. Your clothing is going to be on sale. Yeah, you're going to find a lot of clothing, a lot of jackets, you know. Uh, you're probably going to find blinds for sale, probably tree stands for sale. But anyone who shoots archery and knows how archery is, our end of season shit, is, our sales come after hunting season. So. Yeah. February, March, that's when you're going to see all the archery sales actually happen. Yeah, maybe your uh, trail cameras are going to be on sale. Actually, speaking of trail cameras, we were, because we listen to podcasts, especially when we're driving longer, it's a, it's a little bit nicer to, to have an hour, two hour or more episode that you can listen to that kind of helps you get through, you right. know, a six hour stretch. Oh, yeah. And because um, that's basically what we did. We, we did six hours and stopped overnight because of the kids. I'm not gonna have them sit in the car for like 15, 16 hours. Right. And we split it so then today we're doing another six hours. So we were listening to one of Steve Ranella's podcasts and they were talking about the, I think it was his most recent one. Yeah. The, I guess the fine line drawn with trail cameras. Yeah, but that's, that's also the argument of technology and hunting. Some people are super against technology. Like, like there, like the one guy that was there talking with him, he drew the line at the the trail cameras with the transmitters built in. Oh, the real live. Yeah, like feed. instant. Uh, yeah, live feed, whatever. To him, having a regular trail camera wasn't a big deal, but having a trail camera with live feed av available on it, where it's a, shows you your video through cellular whatever to them that was a no-go because it gave you instant ability to make a decision right then and there to like i'm going in the fucking woods right now to kill that deer or yeah. whatever animal you fucking saw on the camera but that's still that argument of how far do you want to push technology in into hunting yeah because you know they do have he did have yeah. a good point because there's some states well, if you look at some states that don't allow you to have how we always bring up the actual rangefinder on the site. Yeah. That there's states that don't allow that. There's states that don't allow certain let offs on your bow. Right. Those I feel like are a little bit more simpler than having a an instant feed for your trail cam. Right. 
where that's actually telling you, like, okay, in that location, there is or there isn't something right then and there. Yeah, I where agree. Where if you're a couple minutes walking away from it, you knew that from here to there, if it took you how many minutes, then they're most likely going to be in this point. Where, on the other hand, without it, you're kind of... You don't have that advantage, which is why they're they're making those other things not legal to hunt with because it's an advantage. Right. So I can kind of I can kind of see his point. Yeah, but some of the things that give you an advantage also make it so that you can make a competent kill, and not have a wounded animal that runs off and dies and is lost and you know whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, you know you, you got to face the fact too that the, 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 there's dickheads in the world who. Shoot an arrow, know they hit the animal, can't find the animal because they suck at tracking, and then never mark the, the, the loss of the tag. And then they go and kill another one. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's, it's just, You're always going to have liars and cheaters. And right. It's, 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 scumbags. I think a lot, you know, that's why everyone's against, you know, there's a lot of people that still give Garmin shit about making the zero site. You know, fine. You want to give them shit because, you know, you want to have your argument about, oh, technology, technology. That thing is, oh, you know, you just tap the button on it, and it moves the pin to where it's got to be, and it sets the range for you. And, I mean, it, it makes it so you can make a competent shot. Right. And be at your most effective point on shooting that animal. But it's funny, some of those people who go to the extent of making the argument about technology that are using a compound bow. Oh, yeah, yeah, Think yeah. all the technology that you're holding in your hand right now. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go, you get some sticks, you mill out your own riser, right. set of limbs. Grow yourself an arrow tree because there's a, there's a, uh -huh. a certain uh -oh. tree or bush or whatever that grows like dead straight sticks that people used to use for arrows back in mm -hmm. the day. And make your own shit, and then, you know what, you will have zero technology. Right. Well, that's like the, you know, I mean, like, one of the guys on. at work laughed at me, was having a conversation with me. And uh, he knows a guy, which I thought was absolutely hysterical. He knows a guy that uses a stick bow to hunt, uses a recurve. Traditional bow. Right. You know, but uses trail cams. That that doesn't seem. Right. Seems that's what, you know, he, the guy was like, oh, technology, bro, it's interfering. Motherfucker, you, you use trail cams. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I got to know if they're there, if I'm going to waste my time in that zone. You still... You're still fucking using technology, you dickhead. You know, it's like, come on, really? Yeah, people... You know... People, sometimes people get naive And no, the... our son is not in the background saying bullshit. He just mumbles. <laughs> Even though it does sound like he's saying bullshit right now. I don't know, but I think he has the right to call bullshit on it. Huh? I think he has the right to call bullshit on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. He does. <laughs> yeah, some of his words are questionable. Some of his words are very questionable, yeah. Some are very distinct of what he's talking about. I have to say, you know, uh, it's hard to get mad at him sometimes because I think some of the times he'll go, he'll stub his toe, and then without, without any hesitation, oh, he, shit. he says, oh, shit. And falls over. It falls over, and then he, he gets up, and he keeps on walking. He doesn't keep saying it. He, does, he uses it very appropriately. And I know, you know, kids shouldn't be saying certain words, and you're horrible parents, and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I, you got to laugh. I, yeah, you, you got to laugh. laugh at and it. When they use it in perfect content, still in top context, you're just like, ah, okay, I got to let this slide. <laughs> yeah, it's not like your kid's going around just screaming it for no apparent reason yeah yeah yeah. he doesn't have Tourette's no <laughs> and yeah it's uh god. so thank thank god yeah I yeah. give props to any any parent who has a kid with that because that has got to get swear to god if he had that I'd have to bring him into a church just oh, to see horrible. everyone's faces it's <laughs> <laughs> horrible but you know it's uh I don't know some people uh, you know, I think even with all the technology in the world, it's how you use it that is really going to make a difference. Because if yeah, well, it's true though. I mean, there's technology and everything we do. If you have, if you're shooting a compound bow, you know that argument's always going to come up. And you can't say because oh well, you know that bow costs more than this bow. Blah 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 blah. You know, if you take Matthews for example, just because we've been talking about them, if you could think about how much money did Matthews have to dump into R&D on their, what the hell is it called? Concentric cam? 
Yeah, honey, stop it. Oh my God. Anthony. Oh, these people, he's, his lane is still going. So dumbass. Sorry, people don't know how to. Welcome to the Northeast. No one knows how to fucking drive. So anyway, um, like, you know, the, the R, how much money they had to throw in R&D. Now, right. you know, granted, that expense is obviously added over time to how many bows, whatever, which is fine. That's why you're not paying $10,000 for a bow. Right. But, you know, you have a massive piece of technology. I mean, every bow that everyone shoots right now, every year something gets advanced. Something gets faster. But something does this. But if you think this. about it, it doesn't matter how advanced it is. If you don't know how to use it, then yeah. you're not going to hit it. Just because it doesn't guarantee you anything. Right. It doesn't. Which, not at all. I mean, what else were they talking Oh, yeah, that's what I also wanted to, because I had just thought about it just randomly in my head as we were talking about it. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very random when we're in the car. Okay. The, um, the whole squirrel thing, because... Talking about the whole, you're not, you're not guaranteed to hit anything. We were talking about the squirrel hunting. Okay. About shooting a, you know, a, a small squirrel. animal. Yeah. So? I just thought of it. Oh. Well, what Sorry. was the stat for our state? Ten a day? Yeah, we looked up the actual max bag limit on a squirrel. We're allowed, t in the state of South Carolina, you're allowed ten a day. Right. Per person. Not right. per group, per person. Per person, yes. Another one, um, it was kind of weird because one of the stats for, I think it was foxes, I believe. Falconry. No, 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 that wasn't the <laughs> that falconry was one. That was, that was a squirrel. That was a squirrel stat. Yeah, I had never seen that before in my life, probably because <laughs> I've never looked for it. What it, the fuck is falconry? <laughs> my falconry? What the hell? Like, if you want to learn a lot about wildlife and different facts and stuff like that listen to steve Rinella talk because he is extremely smart about knowing what he's talking what's the name about. of his podcast uh the meat eater podcast there you go sorry and it's also the name of his tv show which dave just i think now there's three or four seasons on netflix that are available yeah it, and he does crazy shit he goes to like the amazon and goes and hunts with native tribes and yeah. shit it's wild he is extremely knowledgeable about anything yeah, he's got talking a doctor about uh, wildlife and history. He's also a huge history buff. I mean, it's it's insane about the amount of information that his brain holds. Yeah. Ooh, I'm getting dirty looks from our daughter. Someone's awake. Miss Chunks back there. <laughs> but yeah, so Meat Eater podcast. That's like extremely, extremely informative about any of that stuff. Plus his shows too. They're really cool to watch. But they had mentioned. Uh, falconry, and I'm like, falconry. I'm like, people still do that shit. And it's when you you have a trained falcon and you hunt, and the falcon goes after the yep. the small game. And they also had another one when I was looking up the stats for our state, just out of curiosity, was for fox, September first to November twenty first. It was. Dogs only, night only, which was just weird. But the thing is, though, I would never realize that because we've never hunted with dogs. And we've no. never had to look at anything for that. So, and we've never hunted fox. So it's yep. all these facts that people, some people are like, oh, yeah, didn't, didn't you know that? And I'm like, no, because there's no reason why we've ever had to look that oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who the hell's going to think of that shit? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, um, what's it, for squirrel, it's September 1st to the 14th is dogs only. Which, still, would have never, never realized that. So, but that's on, they have, like, the two different seasons, like, private land seasons, and, um, it says WMA seasons. So, and there's different dates for, for different ones and different lands. So, I mean, you kind of you got to watch where you are. And I guess for, what is it? Where am I at? Uh, private land season. You know, beaver is year-round, no bag limit. Nice. Which is weird. I didn't realize South Carolina had that many beavers. That I remember there being a lot of things that them talking about uh, 
South Carolina having beaver issues because they were knocking trees into all the streams and blocking streams off and places were flooding and stuff like that. But I haven't heard that in a long time. But, I mean, this is for the 2018 to 2019 small game hunting regulations. Right, that's this season. So this is, yeah, so it's like a current is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually very weird because when you think about certain things, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, okay, beaver in all game zones is year-round, no limit. It's like, then you think, you're like, wait a minute, is that many, that many beavers? And then you don't really realize, you, you know. And it's all, I guess it's all about uh, regulation. I guess there's stats and what they're seeing at the the impact is and right oh yeah, yeah and you know the the whole thing with the regulations of how people like the whole bear problem and everything and people are like oh you shouldn't be killing them and everything right and you know he worded it he he brought up a good point when because we were also listening to steve ranella on joe rogan's podcast right and they started talking about the fact that people can't the wildlife will not self-regulate as well anymore because the whole basically your world you're living in is a man-made world. It's no longer all the, the open areas and, you know, untouched. Oh, yeah, well, animals have been pushed out of their original habitats. That's the problem that, that people aren't realizing is that it can't self-regulate the same as if no one has interfered with them at all. Right. So, what's the matter, bud? You want a new movie? Movie? Okay, I gotta switch out his movies. And actually, we're at 51 minutes. Okay. So if we want, I could probably keep talking because we're in the car. But we do have our kids. Right. So I do have responsibilities. Responsibilities, <laughs> yes, we do. So I guess we can we can just do another random clip when we're driving upstate New York because that'll That's be like fine. an hour and a half drive. Yeah, that is. So about you know just random shit. Okay. Okay. So I guess we'll just cut it off there. And, All right, uh, folks. Have fun. We'll be back uh, shortly. Yeah. Oh, and everyone, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Be safe. Ah, yes. Have a have a good Turkey Day. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving, because their next recording will be after that. So, enjoy.